Welcome to another episode of the Rediscovered Geek Podcast. Um, I'm your host, and this is a very special election night episode. And I'm joined here by my, my trusty analysts to go over everything. I, I really tried to do like an intro like they do on uh, the news, but it just didn't work. But um, I'm here with Anthony and Caesar, and we're going to try to talk about things that aren't politics related on this night where all I'm thinking about is politics. And... Not going to say it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let's not. So, how you guys doing? Um, How's your guys' week been? How's your day been? Um, I feel like I'm going to go out and just say it, that I'm probably not going to be on the level today. I'm going to be, like, anxious, constantly looking this way because I'm watching the news on this side. Um, And I'm going to be panicky, maybe fidgety. You might see my face make weird facial expressions because um, I'm very upset. so yeah, but how are you guys doing? <laughs> oh, you know, like uh, like the name of our episode is uh, everything's fine. <laughs> everything. Uh, yeah. Uh, my week is actually uh, not too shabby, as you guys, uh, as you two know. Um, I don't think uh, all the viewers out there know, uh, but I just started a job last week, so that's been uh, keeping me busy and keeping me very, very Ooh. tired. Uh, yeah. To the point where juggling that and juggling this is fun <laughs> uh but yeah beyond that i mean yeah it is election nights um and i am glad we have this show i am glad that election night is on tuesday and we have our show on tuesday because it's keeping me away from the television unlike chris jansen oh dude i'm like i had two tvs running one with one news network on, on another and i just bounced back and forth during commercials it's terrible it's terrible <laughs> anthony how you doing i'm doing great that's awesome. I'm living the dream, man. What I is it's awesome. sarcasm? But I feel like it's not sarcasm. I want to know well, what the dream is. <laughs> yeah. The dream is being above ground, my brother. Well, then we're, ground. we're all living the dream then. <laughs> yep. Yes, we are. That's great. So we're going to get into it. Um, with headlines, uh, we're going to start off with some sad news over the weekend. John Connery. Um. Man. When I when I saw it, I was like, "Oh, that is like really like obviously it's I I love Sean Connery um, movies, what he's been in." Um, but then I looked that he was like ninety, and I was like, "Okay, he lived to like the right like a, a good age of 90. Um, but it's really sad. It is it's sad when you see a, an acting legend um, pass away. So um, yeah, so I wanted to open that up and discuss that with you guys. There you go. See, that's what I'm talking about. I'm just going to throw out random things. I'm not going to question. <laughs> focus, gonna... Chris. Focus. I am focused, man. Um, no, nah, man, I agree with you. Uh, when I saw this news, I saw it, what was it, Saturday, I believe? Yeah. Woke up to that news. Uh, and yeah, it was a, it was a bummer. Uh, Sean Connery, another big part of, uh, of our lives growing up because we saw him in so many movies. He was in so many, uh, so many awesome movies. Um, and, you know, it just really got me thinking about how many great actors were starting to lose, you know, Sean Connery being one of those iconic actors from Hollywood and made me realize, you know, uh, one of the few actors that are left that actually made you want to go watch a movie because he was in it. You know, you don't really see too many of those actors, those iconic actors nowadays anymore, maybe because we're getting older and, uh, you know, the ones we grew up with are just slowly dying off, unfortunately. But yeah, it was a bummer, man. Uh, Same with... uh, I'm on the same page with you. Definitely love the guy. Um, 
<laughs> quoted him so many times, and obviously his uh, his accent. Who doesn't love his accents? But uh, yeah, one of my favorite movies of his, uh, definitely uh, Indiana Jones, you know, and just quoting Junior, Junior, <laughs> The Last Crusade. Love it, what a, dude. it was a good, what a, what a good uh, third episode too. I guess a sequel, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, who who better to play Indiana Jones's father? Honestly. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was actually going to ask. I know that you're a big Bond fan, Anthony. Where does he rank on Bonds for you? It's interesting because having rewatched his bonds recently um it, it's tough because i really enjoy i really enjoyed pierce brosnan i think pierce mm-hmm. brosnan got like maybe raked over the coals a little bit too much because i, I understood some of the criticisms about his portrayal of bond but i think also too that was again time and place in the writing still and what's interesting is watching Sean Connery Bond now. <laughs> it's like yeah, they, it's they... like some of the stuff that he does in those films. It's like it's cringe. Like you're you're. It's like wow. It's it's wow. <laughs> I, I feel like that's like movie the way like just a change in how like movies are made now and the way the writing is and yeah but it's, it's like, still it's it's like it's it's rough i mean i think i think out of all the bonds when when it's analyzed i think they consider him the top because he he matches what the character is i think the closest yeah so from what ian Fleming wrote he's like the quintessential bond because he mm-hmm. does he has that kind of charismatic quality but is still kind of a jerk you know and it, it yeah. plays that kind of uh duality of being aloof kind of acting aloof but very serious um yeah so it it's it's interesting i don't i don't know if he's he's yeah it's really tough because again if, if you look at it from that perspective then yeah i, I consider him the best bond in, in that regard but as my personal favorite watching Actually, it's almost a toss-up between Pierce and Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig, yeah, yeah. I would say like it, it is weird. Like I, I think I kind of rate John Connery and Pierce Brosnan on the same level. Um, like I wouldn't know. Like mine is Daniel Craig, but then it's one of those two, and I just don't know which one it is. Um, but yeah, I, I think I mean he kind of, I mean he created the role. Like when people think Bond, yeah. Yeah. that's. That's exactly what. what and he's good. Of. He's got that good balance of he he kind of get the sense that Sean Connery was a brawler, so when when things hit the fan, he could duke it out, but can be that very debonair, suave, yeah, um, aspect as well. And I think Pierce does the debonair very well, but I don't necessarily see Pierce as like the brawler. You know? Yeah. And then Daniel Craig's like the brawler. He's just a straight <laughs> brawler, like. <laughs> So I think again, I think that's why and, and and Timothy Dalton I felt was was a little bit more too. I same thing. I think Timothy Dalton got like a bad rap in some in some aspects. Um George Lansbury as well. I think also he's in yeah. only one, but I think he played it very well. And I think he probably out of all the Barnes was the only one that could straight up compete with Sean Connery's Barn. Yeah. Ironically enough. I think he he had he had both qualities very well too. And I think if we'd gotten to see him in subsequent films, I think it would have been really interesting. 
Sorry, I'm watching the trailer right now. I actually, just so you guys know, I shut CNN off because I was I have I had too many windows open and too many videos going on my screen. <laughs> so I sacrificed CNN so I can watch the trailers oh. <laughs> and just be distracted. You'll probably be surprised too. Come back and you'll be surprised. Not, or just deep, deep sorrow <laughs> <laughs> when I get back in. Um, I'm I'm a huge fan of The Rock. Um, I think I don't think it's underrated film. I think everybody, I, I think everybody likes it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is like one of those movies that when it's on, I'll watch it. And Sean Connery is like the main reason I'll watch it because it's just such a good movie. It's <laughs> and it's a Michael Bay film, so it's yeah. like, yeah, like it's it's. I mean, I enjoy some Bay films. Like I enjoyed the first Transformers. I didn't enjoy anything past that. Um, but yeah, The Rock, Transformers. I I just thought that was really good. Um, and then I also um obviously Highlander, which is like a personal favorite of mine. The whole franchise. Um, yeah, I just played so many iconic like characters, mm-hmm. like. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Cyril? What was your favorite Sean Connery? Uh, it has to be The Untouchables. Mm. I'll just say Untouchable. I, I, I didn't I love, even. I love The Untouchables. Damn good movie. Um, he was in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. I enjoyed that yeah. one, but yeah, definitely uh, The Untouchables. I for me. barely in Robin Hood. Prince yeah, but still, man. <laughs> I mean, it's always it was it's always a uh, it's always nice to see him. I always like the you know. Uh, peppered, uh, peppered hair, Sean Connery. When he got older, you know that's the one I really I remember growing up with. Um, I wasn't, yeah. I, I didn't really grow up with the James Bond movies, so I'm not gonna even pretend to claim those whatsoever. But yeah, The Untouchables, uh, one of my favorite movies growing up, and he was awesome in it. And it's the only one that he actually won an Oscar for. He was nominated for that, and he actually won the Oscar for it. So Untouchables definitely on um, the top of my list for that one. But like I mentioned, uh, Indiana Jones, I just love the way he played uh indiana jones's father he he nailed it and then i can't imagine anybody else doing it like yeah. he will always be indy's father period yeah, yeah. dad dad, dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i yes. think well harrison ford too he, he made that tweet or that statement that was really really nice you know like talking yeah. about you know i got to i got there was no what was it no other joy or the i can't tell you the the pleasure of being paid to to, to drive sean connery around in a motorcycle <laughs> <laughs> i always hear but too um i i think i saw like after they were like you hear these stories and um on twitter someone posted like steve jobs i sent like him like was like bugging sean connery to um to do an apple commercial and I think oh, it was really? like in the 90s. Mm. And so someone posted the letter that Sean Connery sent back to Steve Jobs. And it was like, you need to look it up. It's just like this so blunt. I don't want to do your stupid. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, Stop bugging me. Don't ever ask me again to do this. And that you're like, awesome. wow, Steve Jobs. Like, yeah, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, Ford said, you, do, you don't know pleasure until someone pays you to take Sean Connery for a ride in the sidecar of a Russian motorcycle bouncing along a bumpy, twisted mountain trail <laughs> and getting to watch him squirm. God, we had fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that must have been such, yeah, to be able to, to work with someone like that. Just like, you could tell, like, he's, he's just 
Con- Connery just had that presence. Just yep. walk in a room and just command it. Oh, absolutely. It. Like, he had that presence, like, like just almost like, I'd be so intimidated. Like, if I was yeah. acting against him, like, so intimidated that if I mess up, he's going to yell at me. Yeah. And it's like accent, but then I'm gonna think it's like so cool that he like I yeah. just got cussed out by Sean Connery. <laughs> like, <laughs> when he was big too, six two. Yeah, it's a large good, man. Good stuff, man. Yeah, he's gonna be missed. Um, I mean, he hasn't done like recent movies, obviously for a while. Yeah, he, but... he'd, he'd retired for yeah, he retired for a while. A while back, was, right? Does anybody know his last film? His um, last I... film was actually I'm looking at it on IMDb. He, um, yeah, it looks like it was the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, Gentlemen in 2003. Yeah. Was that really it? Holy moly. Yeah. I wonder if probably, like, that, <laughs> he decided to take a step back. I'm fucking out. He's <laughs> like, yep, I did my I did my picture for money, yeah. and now I'm done. <laughs> he probably was like, man, these type of superhero movies, they'll never catch on. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, sad, 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 uh, sad time. He's gone. Like you said, he will be missed. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. So, uh, uh, we'll we'll move away from that. Um. Other headlines. Um. We're gonna move into the television section. Uh. We I briefly touched on this last week, and we didn't have time. Um. I don't think you had time to like prep the trailer for it, but the uh new Save by the Bell for the Peacock Network. I think it's the Peacock Network, right? Yeah. Um. The they cock. released the trailer and. I'm actually really digging the trailer, and <laughs> I can't wait to hear it, because I know you guys finally watched it, um, and I know that you're probably on the opposite end of <laughs> where I stand, but um, no, I'm, I'm just, I'm looking forward to it, and may, maybe it's only going to be like, I'll watch like two episodes, and I realize that it's not as, like, it's not, like, may, I'm, I'm thinking like Cobra Kai, like, it's just going to bring me back, and I'm going to enjoy it, but um, so I'm like really looking forward to it based off the trailer. What do you guys think? I know you guys saw it. What are your thoughts on the trailer? You know, real quick, uh, one thing I do want to touch on is how much everyone has aged. The original yeah. cast has aged. But then you look at Mario Lopez or A.C. Slater. <laughs> oh, and he looks way. like A.C. Slater. Oh, my God. What he the like hell? He in high school. Jeez. Yeah. Man, the guy looks good. You know, hats off to him. I, uh, I wish I knew his damn routine. But, um, yeah, Albert Clifford still looking good. Um, yeah, this trailer. Uh, like I mentioned to you yesterday, I had to think this over, but I, I said yesterday that, man, this trailer just did not sell me on it. There was nothing about this trailer that made me want to say, yes, I can't wait to jump back into it. Um, it, it just, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but to your point, Jansen, they are owning the campiness. They are owning, yeah. you know, what it is. And I have to respect that because as cheesy and as goofy as, as this looks, this is exactly what we were watching as kids growing up. This is what Saved by the Bell <laughs> yeah, was. It's, it's a modern version. <laughs> yeah, it of... really is. And I can't really say too many bad things about it because, man, this is what we watched growing up. And they're owning it. And if they do it well, like they did in uh, Cobra Kai, then they might have something good on their hands. But I'm going to have to give it a shot. Yesterday I talked crap about it, but I'm going to have to give it a shot. But one thing that I didn't like was the whole... Um, friends forever <laughs> song that they use i was like i i, I get oh. it it's a touchback it's it's a callback to the original say by the bone when they were uh what was it the zack attack <laughs> yeah <Zach> attack. <laughs> uh i get it but yeah i i feel like maybe they should have used the original song and them actually singing i think that would have been cool uh this new modern version of friends forever 
uh, it's probably what didn't really sell me on the trailer, but I'll watch. I'll watch. So you, Anthony? <laughs> I think I did not see the right trailer because oh. the one I had, the one I watched, had the the music. Uh, I'm so excited. Oh my god! So how long was the trailer that you guys watched? Uh, uh, it's like the a one that's length. playing now. Uh, yeah, it's a full length one. Yeah, I think it's like a three minute trailer, I believe. Oh yeah, so I didn't see that one. I saw, I guess. The so one... you can't speak educated on this, so I don't even want to hear your thoughts <laughs> because you're basing it off a trailer that has nothing. <laughs> no, but seriously, what what are your thoughts on it? I just, well, I think it's you know if it'll be interesting because it seems like some of the recent reboots have been pretty good in terms of they. Uh, I think we mentioned it where they're kind of leaning into either the kookiness or the campiness of the original series they're just kind of just embracing it and they're not they're not trying i think that's the thing a lot of reboots sometimes they try to get too clever on bringing back a series and i think it seems it seems at least this way it seems that they're doing a little bit where they're just like all right we're we're bringing it to a new time but we're kind of keeping all of the same same goofiness yeah elements that made it yeah, so making it more but, adult too. Yeah, like, but then so obviously making it more, you know, more appropriate for the times, you know, because yeah. weren't we talking? You watch some of these older episodes, and it's like, dude, oh, they're, they're terrible. Um, I'm I'm super curious to find out if Zach Morris is still an asshole. Like, <laughs> like we had the conversation they, they like can. a while back where I was talking <laughs> about like just how like terrible of a human being that Zach Morris is. <laughs> I can't imagine and, him changing his character. Yeah, whatsoever. I feel like they have to keep it as terrible, right? And they kind of—I'm hoping they play into how bad he was as like a person. And then he's very proud of his son, so clearly his son is going down the same path. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, no, I'm looking forward to come out later this month. Uh, something to watch. No, here's do the problem. Do, do you have Peacock though? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Oh, I do, I do. We talked about really. This. Yeah, man. I am all man. I am. I am. Gosh, I'm addicted to watching everything. Well, what it is is that it's more of like I do the trial periods, and then I'm like, okay, the trial. I don't want to go on and cancel it because I might want to watch something. But then it's just now I have. I probably haven't watched Peacock since we finished Yellowstone, which is like two months ago. So now I'm just paying for it, and that's what they do. I'm like one of. The, I'm like their perfect. Yeah, you're you're, you're perfect. I am the perfect customer for yeah. Netflix. For, Sign up for it and then never cancel. If yeah. you forget about it or you just... Yeah, yeah. well... We'll move on to... Ne- uh, like, actually, you know, this is a good segue into Netflix because Netflix just raised their prices again or they're raising their prices again. And now it's hitting, like... It's hitting that point where I am going to start seeing that in my bank account because... Like I get the 4K version. I don't know if you guys what plan you guys get, but now it's gonna move up to 18 bucks instead yeah. of 16 dollars, and yeah. it was like 14 dollars, and it keeps moving up. And so now 18 dollars out of every month, like you start noticing that. Yep. And like now it's just like I think we like now we're just getting into. I mean, I might as well just be paying for cable at this point. Yeah, we've gotten back to the, the yeah. same spot that we were like moving away from, and it's become yep. the same thing. Now you have to decide. What services do I really want to keep? And it's, yeah. Yeah. it's it's like it's like channels. Like because right now, let's see. I have Peacock. I have Netflix. I have HBO Max. I have 
I it have was. a trial period going for, for Epics and Stars because I wanted to watch Buffy the Vampire Jeez. Slayer and it was only on Stars during Halloween. <laughs> so I had to get Stars. Um, Amazon, Hulu, um, Crunchyroll, uh, Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Talk about yeah, your the... first world problems, man. Gosh, <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. I want your job. <laughs> Pay for all these streaming services. No, man. It's it's literally that's all like all my cash, like my allowance goes to to think that I don't even watch. <laughs> like <laughs> See, I don't I don't I'm not paying for all those services that you're paying for. And I don't mind paying for the services I am. Uh, the only reason that it bugs me that Netflix is raising their prices is because they're really not giving us anything. They're not adding. They're removing and maybe giving us other exclusive shows. So I, I feel like they're adding. What do you mean? Netflix is like, it seems like every week there's a buttload I, of I saw content. this. I, I'm going to have to send you guys a link if I can find it again. But there was a, there was a list of what they're removing and what they're adding. And it just kind of evens out to the point where it's just the same content. We'll put it this way. How much, what streaming service do you watch the most? Uh, right now, I would have to say Hulu. Yeah. yeah Hulu That's where I think it's really going to start coming into. It's like really, because we, we watch actually Netflix probably still the most out of yeah. all the services. So it makes sense that if that's the one that we're using the most, that yeah, we would keep paying, paying the monthly fee. We would look at other services to cut before Netflix. But yeah, I can see it where you start reducing your watching on that service, then yeah, it can definitely become a why, why I pay for it. I mean, you got Disney Plus where you can kind of say the same thing. Uh, before I jumped over to the, the package deal, I used to just have Disney Plus and I paid the full year. So I was I was good for the whole year, but I probably watched Disney Plus for a good six months and then it just kind of died out. I would go in there and yeah. just dabble so half of that year kind of went to waste. And yeah, then I went yeah. and I got the package where I got Disney Plus, Hulu, and uh, ESPN Plus. And I'm watching Hulu a lot more now. So now I can justify it. I'm, I'm not yeah. just paying for Disney Plus. I'm paying for the full package. So that's justified. Netflix, yeah, I agree with you where I don't watch it enough. And if I'm watching Netflix, it's because I'm purposely looking for something to watch to justify yeah. why I'm paying at least for that. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Totally. I, I watch, I, I think we balance out. We're pretty good with um, Netflix and Hulu. Um, it's kind of like our main one. I watch HBO Max. Tasha doesn't watch anything on it. But what I need to do, I need to start like unsubscribing and then resubscribing when shows that I want to watch are on. Yeah. Like I just have to be better at that. And I think that's like laziness on my part because I'm just like, ah, it's like too much of a hassle to log in and. <laughs> cancel <laughs> and click cancel yeah it's i have to find cancel sometimes they don't put it in like and in that's like why few, they do it that is i know why it's they a exactly. few clicks yeah no they, they got me i'm i am like that's... i'm that guy that can't go to a car dealership by himself because i'll pay more for the car <laughs> i'll get like the added on bonus all the add-on the talk, talk to tasha about it like uh she's so angry with me on the cars that i bought <laughs> that's the equivalent of you trying to cancel direct tv and then suddenly oh we found a really good deal for you <laughs> <laughs> like i go on i'm like hey this is getting too much like spectrum like we have a spectrum package it's like a bulk package um, but every time I go and cancel, they like, they talk me into keeping it by lowering the price. And then I'm like paying like maybe $3 less than I'm currently paying. And I think it's, I justified in my head <laughs> that this is, um, hey, I'll, I'll tell you this, um, 
I used to be a very loyal uh, DirecTV customer. Um, and I officially canceled when I finally moved to San Jose. Uh, but yeah, I was, I was a loyal customer for like 13 years. And every time I tried to cancel, they suckered me in, they suckered me in. And I learned that obviously that's the way to do it. So it got to the point where I got through my original contract and then I was just basically on a year to year thing. And every year I would call and try to cancel and I pretty much got Sunday ticket free every year, free Sunday ticket, free Sunday ticket. But they they kept me on. They kept me on. They kept me on. (laughs) And it goes to show you, it's like, you know, they just, they can give you free stuff. And the thing that really bugs me is, oh, I see you're a very loyal customer. Well, because you're such a loyal customer, we actually have this deal for you. I was like, why didn't you call me to tell me about this deal? Why do I have to call and threaten to cancel for me to be all of a sudden a loyal customer and you guys are rewarding me now? It doesn't make sense, but... They're not going to call all their loyal customers. Of course not. <laughs> of course not. They don't have to call loyal customers. Just, hey, send us an email. That's easy to do, right? Mass uh, email, bam. I don't know. Um, at what point, though, does Netflix become, like, is there a dollar amount where you start thinking, like, this is a little bit too pricey for me? Yeah, that's interesting because, I mean, you mentioned almost where it's like you're starting to be a little concerned about it so yeah what is that price 25 bucks a month 30 bucks a month i think once you start crossing 20 bucks a month it starts you start questioning a little bit more strongly see here's the other thing how much are we paying for hbo max what's the price on that 14.99 14 14.99 well i'm paying the 11.99 because i got a one-year deal you got the one-year deal yeah Yeah. i do 14.99 see I, i i felt like when I finally signed up for HBO Max, I felt like, damn, fourteen ninety nine. that's pretty expensive. And then I realized, wait, but I'm paying more for Netflix. And now I'm trying to weigh out the pros and cons. What do I really get out of both of them? And yeah, you both get of more them, on Netflix. Yeah, absolutely, you do. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, okay, 18 bucks, not a big deal. But yeah, you're right. Uh, you know, where is that threshold? Where do you finally start thinking, maybe I should just go back to cable. But unfortunately, cable or satellite, you're not going to get those Netflix exclusives, which are killer right now. Yeah, um, which is literally everything. I mean, yeah. that's why they keep increasing the price, right? Because they're throwing so much behind original content yeah. that it's just costing them like billions of dollars each year to make all this stuff for us to view. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's actually, you get way more for your value on Netflix than you do for like an HBO. Well, yeah, and also, too, you look at all the big signings they did the last several years, Shonda Rhimes, her new show's coming out, Ryan Murphy. Yeah. Um, so they're bringing all this talent, too, to, to to have these original shows and movies, and a lot of the films, too. You know? Yeah. They're doing, like, Scorsese did a big thing with the Irishman. Uh, Irishman, yeah. Um, um, yeah. I think, so, it, I, think it's, I think it's really funny that we're actually having this conversation because about a year ago or a little over a year ago, everyone was talking about how when Disney Plus comes out, Netflix is in trouble. Oh, you better watch out because what they're going to do with Disney Plus and then Hulu. And now we're here getting ready to spend more money on Netflix. <laughs> well, I feel like true, but I think I think it's only because the other companies have really upped their game within the last year or two. Netflix has had carte blanche for almost the entire yeah streaming run so it's really now it's like we haven't really seen any threat because the streaming services for the competitors haven't been as robust because because netflix spent so much money at the beginning that they got such a lead that it's really going to be a a while before the competitors really start catching up and i just don't think i think it's just going to get to a 
point where you don't view everybody as one like you just view them as like you have hbo you might have showtime and you start like you're just going to view them as channels and that's how like like, i don't i don't think it's ever going to get to a point where i'm like oh i'm going to cancel disney plus because i need to keep netflix um unless obviously like finances get to like such a point where you do have to make those decisions um and some people do um but right now i'm not so I just view it as like entertainment, like this is what I want my entertainment end. Um, but yeah, I think once the twenty dollar mark, I think twenty dollars, I'll start like, okay, now you really have to start pumping content to me that is that will keep me entertained on a daily basis. Um, when you start hitting that much, do you guys uh, feel the same way about Amazon Prime that you do about like Netflix and Hulu, where it's kind of on the same platform where you're paying monthly? Or annually. Um, well, I feel like it's weird. Amazon to me though is, I like the content on Amazon, mm-hmm. and we I watch some of it, like some of the newer shows, um, like obviously have like Lord of the Rings series that's going to come out, mm-hmm. and the Wheel of Time, and some like bigger stuff that's going to be coming out. Um, but right now, like we only have Amazon because of package deliveries. <laughs> like, yeah, so that's, that's the that's same for us. It's almost a wash because it's like just a free bonus exactly do yeah, so many deliveries yeah i mean yeah it's we make it up in just the del- free yeah delivery same here and that's why i was asking so. that question because we're over here talking about how netflix is raising the prices and you start to think about what you're spending on other platforms yeah. like well what you just mentioned you just listed out uh, all those other uh, streaming services but yeah when it comes to amazon prime i agree i feel like it's a bonus i i don't feel like i'm getting i don't, I, I can't put it on the same you know um uh, platform as all those other services because i don't feel like i'm getting ripped off from those i'm not getting yeah. ripped off from the others but you know what i mean i, I don't feel like yeah, yeah. like i gotta justify what i'm watching here or what i'm watching there because i'm spending so much i feel like amazon prime is like to your point jansen i feel like i'm getting i'm getting my 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 worth it out of all the packages all the yeah. you know free today free one day and then yeah the the video service the audiobooks uh all that is just major bonuses, which is really cool. Maybe uh, Netflix yeah. needs to start doing something like that. Huh? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think Netflix wants to get into the um, competing against Amazon <laughs> on the, the online shopping market. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, actually, you know, this is, man, these kind of all tie into each other. <laughs> like, we were talking about another stream, Crunchyroll. News that Sony might buy out Crunchyroll, which... Um, is pretty cool. I uh, like. I'm actually. I, I. I'm actually looking forward to it because, like I said, I have Crunchyroll. Um, but Sony already owns Funimation, so I just feel like at one point I feel like when Crunchyroll, Crunchyroll has some of Funimation on it, but at the beginning I felt like they were kind of a combined thing. At one point, and then they split because I, I don't remember if I'm correct in that. But um, but now yeah, having them back, I think it's actually really cool to have Funimation and Crunchyroll. Um, that's going to be like a good, good anime value. If you, if you love anime, that's essentially like all the animes you watch in one place. Um, but I mean, what is a billion dollars too? So what does that mean? I mean, are are we going to be able to get a, other country, country road library? Are we going to get it now on a PlayStation now? Are we going to be able to watch it there? Is that, is it there now? Like what, what, what exactly does that mean? What do you mean? Was it on? Like that's what I don't now? know. I don't. I don't. Wa- I don't have PlayStation now. That would be one of the streaming services I don't have. But that's essentially basically you're paying for TV, right? 
That's like another version no, of cable. PlayStation no, PlayStation for games. That's games. Well, I'm not. I'm, I'm sorry, not PlayStation now, but um. PlayStation View. I Thank think they you, nixed, yes, they, they nixed that, right? Did they? Yeah, they, they nixed yeah, it. Yeah, they they nixed it. So, I think so it was so the beginning of the year or last at the end of last year. They they shut it down essentially. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean it's just it's just like it's just another streaming like Crunchyroll right now. It's just an app that you download on your smart TV, like Hulu and all that stuff. Funimation has the Funimation app that you download and you pay a monthly subscription. So I just feel like there's going to be a combined thing. So instead of four ninety nine, seven ninety nine, or whatever it is, you're going to be paying nine ninety nine and you're going to get both of them. Okay, that makes sense. Cool. Yeah. And like I said, well, uh, um, sorry, um, Hulu really stepped up their anime library, so that's really cool. I'm really busy on Hulu, like I mentioned. That's the one platform I'm really watching the most right now, and that's mostly because of anime. I'm currently watching Attack on Titan, but yeah, I mean. I'd be interested in Crunchyroll and uh, Sony partnership, or not even partnership, but ownership. Ownership, yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry, I think I was. Uh, I no, Mark. Oh, no worries, Mark. Do you think they would just roll it into Funimation, like they would essentially close Crunchyroll but roll the entire catalog? Like, no, they just roll Funimation into. I think they roll Funimation into Crunchyroll. I feel like Crunchyroll probably have a bigger viewership, um, mm. or like a subscriber base. I don't know for sure, but Crunchyroll's like the dominant anime oh. platform right now, um, as far as I know, because it's the only one. Like, I know Funimation, but it's the only one that I really know of. Uh, so I think they roll it into Funimation, or roll Funimation into Crunchyroll. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting. It was a billion-dollar purchase, though. They paid, uh, or if they if they do, I don't think it's finalized, but if they do... No, a, I think they're closed. I don't know if they've yeah. closed. I don't think they've closed it yet. Yeah, that's a hefty, hefty price for uh, yeah, hefty, hefty price. Um, cool. Now, now we're done with the ones that tie in together. <laughs> oh, no more segues. Oh, you know what? Not even better. Even better. Speaking of Sony, no, I'm joking. Um, hey, that works. Speaking that of Sony, works. Yeah. Actually, yeah, actually, it does. <laughs> we're getting close. Mere days away. Yeah, mere days away, and I want to talk <sighs> about um the uh the Spider-Man costume. They announced like day of digital re- purchase of day one digital release. Day one, oh yeah, day one release for Spider-Man Miles Morales. You get the Into the Spider-Verse costume, Miles Morales. And have you guys, you guys have seen the trailer, right? Oh, I've seen it. I don't, I don't know if Anthony saw it, but uh, it's, it's live now. I completely forgot about that. And one. if you're watching at home, uh, don't adjust your screens. That is what it looks like. It looks incredible. It's animated just like it is in the the spider-verse movie oh my god that looks incredible the frame rate like they slow like when you put the costume on it slows down the frame rate of the frame rates change for you in the costume everything else it uh it just like like it oh it looks incredible it looks awesome and yeah like you said the frame rate changes for your costume so if you pay attention to Spider-Man, if you're watching this trailer right now, pay attention to Spider-Man and notice that the frame rate changes, but only on Spider-Man. If you pay attention to the background, it stays the same. Yeah. It's 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 impressive wow. what they did with that. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. Um, I always thought, like, I think I brought this up when we were talking about Spider-Man and Spider-Verse, just the way they did, like, with the frame rate. So in the movie, um, he had the lower frame rate at the beginning of the film and as he as he gets better and like learned more about his powers and stuff like that his frame rate gets better and better to where it is at the end yeah so they did like in the movie and so it's like cool that they do it like 
in the game as well. Like, wow. Yeah. I'm not a fan of his foot um, disappearing into the, the, the ceiling right there, or the roof right there, but I can't wait for that to be gone. Like, when's technology going to get to a point where you just, you don't have parts of your body disappearing into, like, the landscape? <laughs> well, which is crazy because a lot of that tech is already available. So yeah. it's crazy that it's. Yeah, when's that? When's that gonna happen? I thought that was. I thought that was the next gen console. I don't, I don't even. I, I'm curious if this is. Is this? I can't remember. Is this trailer the PS5 trailer? Or uh, that I don't know, but I would hope so. I mean, at this point, I mean, you it might has well to be it's an exclusive, everything. right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, see, like right there, his foot just went into the ceiling. Now I'm not very happy about that. Oh my god! <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> I shouldn't have watched. Like, I just want that to not be a thing anymore. Like, how do you not... Are you not that? seeing how incredible the rest of this game looks? <laughs> I know, but that's what, like, it's, it's the little things now that are just going to be... They're going to be... That's like, going to bug you. That's going to bug me now, because you're, like, paying for, like, next-gen and hyping and stuff, and they still can't fix a problem that you've been having since the original PlayStation. <laughs> like... But, okay, that's that's my soapbox. I'm not... Gonna, like, I didn't even know that was a soapbox until I saw his foot disappear into the, the roof. <laughs> um but uh that's it for the headlines pretty short week i don't even know i don't know if anything actually came out today so i wasn't paying attention i was watching news all day headline news wise uh, yeah like i don't know if anything was announced today i think everybody's so focused on the election that they just don't uh <laughs> no one's like no one's paying attention yeah no one's gonna um uh but one thing uh we're Next up is uh, The Mandalorian started this last weekend. The first episode started on the 30th of October on Friday. <laughs> um, Evil. Laugh. I know. I know you're laughing. I know you've been watching like you're you're prepping and you watched the first season. Um, so what did you guys think was first episode? No spoilers because people may not have watched it. You want to touch on how we want to actually start discussing every episode moving forward, where there will be spoilers. Well, we, we I mean, we can. I was going to bring that up at some point, but you just brought it up now. So I yeah, mean, we're talking about Mandalorian. About yeah, the whole show is a spoiler. Okay, well then, spoiler alert. Tune off. Yes, please turn haven't... off if you haven't watched episode. It's actually what chapter nine. Chapter nine, technically. Yeah. Season um, two, of Mandalorian. Chapter nine, the child. Chapter nine. Yes, the child. Not Baby Yoda. <laughs> the child. Yeah, Baby Yoda. So okay, fine. I, I didn't know if we were gonna spoil because I know you guys hate spoilers. So I didn't know if we were gonna spoil it. Oh no, that's that's a good point. It's a, it's tough because I think like there's so much in that episode that. And here's the thing. Here's there's the question that I wanted to ask you too. Did you think that it was too heavy? On the Easter eggs, like, do you think he got a little bit John Trevor a little bit too fanboy? Where it's like, okay, let's see, let's make everything that shows up on screen a fucking Easter egg. I do. I, 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 I actually just want to like one of my points that I, obviously, like, even with the last film that, um, the last I can't even remember the, the title of it, Rise of Skywalker, is that the last film? Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 Like I just felt like they just they played off of like Easter egg nostalgia. Yeah. And I I thought this first episode like I liked it, but I it was like a little bit too much, 
with the speeder and the um like just just everything. See, yeah. but but the the thing is, they're not even Easter eggs. I mean, they're right in your face at this point. So I think it's more sure. just fan service. It's like, oh, check it out. Like yeah. if you know, you know. Um, you don't have to go looking for it. Um, I do agree. But also, I mean, he goes back to Tatooine. So at that point, expect to see some of the stuff that you've seen before. That's the way I see it. True, but did we need to go to Tatooine again since they already did it in the first season? It just just seemed like kind of overt where it's like, okay, you you travel to this place that he had to get some information and then comes to find out this person's like, no, wait, you're looking for a sand Tatooine. It's like, Motherfucker, I was just there. Yeah, like, <laughs> how did I not hear about this Mandalorian on Tatooine? <laughs> exactly. He was in the guild. And it, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, no, no one said No one knew that there was this random Mandalorian. Mandalorian hanging out on Tatooine this entire time. Okay. Um, well, I mean, uh, yeah. we, 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 I mean know, could... we know that uh, he's technically not a Mandalorian because he's not wearing the armor. So that that might be the reason no one knew about it. And there are some rumors, you know, a few 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 people or aliens or whatever you want to call them, few people know of his of this Mandalorian's existence. Well, the Mandalorian ended up being the marshal. Yeah. So well, but he's that also was kind in of a, like he's also in this town that's in the middle of nowhere that not many people go and visit. True. But he wasn't actually hiding. No, yeah. he's not hiding. And, but and there's this random like gambler all the way out in somewhere else, but he knows yeah, about no, this random. He, he town. knows about it, but then like especially when the like they're so big on armor, like like yeah. it has to be like <laughs> like there's no like how does how, yeah how did how did no other Mandalorians travel to this town to find out this Mandalorian <laughs> that lives in this place, <laughs> but. I, I get I get that they had to do it because they needed to bring like obviously the last time you saw like Boba Fett was uh was on Tatooine. So exactly. if you're gonna play that fan service, you have to take it back to Tatooine. Yep. Yeah. Um, no, and, and and yeah, from a story perspective in terms of like constructing the narrative, yeah, it obviously has to make sense in that in that aspect. Um it's just it's kind of it's kind of funny. But also too was interesting and I didn't know about this was there's synergy between um, that character. Uh, What's his name? Cobb. Cobb Voth. Yeah. He's he's tied in with that new book that uh, what's his face just wrote, the aftermath. It's basically bringing back a. Oh really? I didn't know Zon. that he was tied. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't realize that he was tied into that. That's cool. So there was kind of some synergy between that as well. So. Um, yeah, Look, I, I think if you could put Timothy Oliphant in anything, <laughs> I, I I love Timothy Oliphant. Like, I love that he pretty much played his justified it's, character. That's but, what I was going to say. Play, he, he's playing exactly that character in everything that he's doing. Like in Fargo, the same thing. Episode yeah. season four, he's playing the marshal. Yeah, he's playing the marshal in Fargo. <laughs> like, I, I told I told Lonnie the exact same thing. I told Lonnie is like he's literally just playing his justified character in space. Yeah. He's a space it's, cowboy. It's a, it's a space cowboy, man. It's fine. It works. Like I want to see space cowboy Timothy Oliphant. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm down with it. Um, I mean, it was a gorgeous episode in terms absolutely. of absolutely the oh, effects yeah. I mean, and gosh, it's like beautiful. 
they really like stepped up from the first season. Oh yeah, they, you know they got some production money, some yeah, extra production like, money. Okay, <laughs> we have something here. Let's let's throw a little it, bit more money. I mean, I remember hearing about the first one that they had to go out to the five hundred first cosplay group to like borrow because yeah, they didn't have enough storm because they didn't have enough stormtroopers, so they couldn't afford like stormtrooper costumes. Wow, so yeah. they had to go out to the five hundred first to bring in like outside stormtroopers. Like that's that's crazy. And now I feel that obviously they don't have. Um, they don't have that budget they don't have that problem now um but i also like the sandworm man the uh dragon that looked freaking cool like they did a great job with that definitely yeah yeah so were you shocked with the reveal at the end were you like i was not expecting it i i knew that he was coming in i was really hoping that he wasn't gonna be bubba fett and maybe he's not like maybe they maybe he they they haven't really but I was hoping that they bring him in and he's like a clone or he's like a leftover Lazy relic. Cody from... or Rex. Yeah, I can't. I, I haven't finished. I haven't finished Star Wars Rebels, so I don't know if Captain Rex survives like old Rex. Um, but I was hoping that it would be like a clone as opposed to Bubba Fett. Like, but I don't know. Who knows? You you don't know if that's if that's him or not. You kind of assume it is, but yeah. because he's stuck on there and. and but then again, you also think like, if he's just traveling around, why hasn't he got his armor back? Like, <laughs> well, yeah, that's yeah. that's that's the question: is did he choose to remove his armor? Did he remove the helmet and decide to, you know, I'm I'm over this? Uh, did he sell his armor? Um, how did that armor end up where it ended up? Uh, why why would like maybe maybe to your point, yeah, that's not Boba Fett. Maybe that's a clone, and that armor is just what's left of Boba Fett. You know, after being digested, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I, I'm on. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't feel that's gonna be Boba Fett. I agree with Jansen. I think that's gonna be a clone. I think they're leading us to believe mm. that it is Boba Fett and getting us all excited. And they have a twist coming. No, I actually would be way more excited if it was a clone. I, I just feel, love yeah. the clones. Like the clones are, and maybe it's because Finn loves the clones so much. Like he's obsessed with Captain Rex and Commander Cody and. Commander Wolf, and he's obsessed with all of them. So I'm, I I want it to be a clone. Like I think that storyline is like one of the best storylines of in the Star Wars universe. So I'm I'm really hoping that it is a clone. And like I, yeah, I haven't watched all of Star Wars Rebels because I know like Ahsoka Tano is supposed to come into it, and so I was like, I don't know if Captain Rex survives, but that'd be cool to have Ahsoka and then Rex. Like I thought that that would be freaking awesome if. Um, I mean, was, for, I, 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 I hope it's good. I hope he's good. And I think they, I think it's going to be fun. I, I really love the relationship he has with the Sam people. I really love that they showed up. Yeah. That's, that's so good, man. That was so good. They gave him more of a spotlight. They gave him more of a reason to be there. And uh, that was enjoyable. This episode, this is episode one. And it delivered. Yeah. So I'm hoping that the rest of the season's that way. And... Back to a previous point from a previous episode. I love that they're releasing it week by week by week. Dude, <laughs> we're, we're, we're going to go around and around about this. Love it. Like, love it because now we can talk about it. We can discuss. We can enjoy. To to and week. have something maybe, to look forward to. Maybe I'll like, maybe this conversation we're having now will help me enjoy it more. Because we can discuss each episode. But I'm, 
I I don't okay I don't want like I think I've mentioned I don't want like maybe a full season but like, give me like more than one episode like give now, me like that three that I will agree with you I I think I I mentioned that to a friend of mine where I wish they could have done what they did with the boys where they gave us the first three episodes and then it was week by week by week yeah I think me, that would have been cool yeah I I just want to I I just want more and my brain is trained to want more so. Especially when it's this good. I mean, they delivered on their first episode. Of course, you're going to want more after that. And then I also think that they they really can do, um, if it is weekly and they're releasing like every Friday, like why Friday? Why not do it like Sunday? Like why not make it an event day then? Like if you're going to do this weekly release, like why don't you bring your Disney? Why don't you bring back your Disney like primetime Sundays where they used to air like movies and stuff like that? And it's like family time or whatever. Release it on Sunday, and so people can watch it as a group, as a family, on Sunday night. Like, give it a time. Like, if you're gonna do it, just time it out. Don't don't release it at 12 a.m. And then you have people talking about it on Twitter at 1 a.m. And you're like, okay, like, say it's releasing 7 p.m. on Friday, like on Sunday nights, and then everybody tunes in at 7 p.m. on Sunday nights, and make it kind of like an event, like thing. If you're going to do it that way, that's my thing. I like Fridays. I don't mind Fridays at all because I like the fact that I watch it and I know I don't have to go to work the next day. Now, given I haven't worked much this year, but I like the or, fact that... Or make that, it Friday. Yeah. Well, just I'm just saying Fridays. make it an event. Like I, I think it should be like a timed release. Like gotcha, not just like 12 a.m. Gotcha. I think like, like what they did with the Game of Thrones where even on HBO, um, yeah. the app had released... After the yeah, after it, a stream or after no actually yeah, it released so, at the same time that it actually aired right yeah like if you're gonna do it then do appointment viewing for it like that I every agree. Friday cool. at eight p.m. the Mandalorian releases that okay. I just say Sunday because I'm used to Sundays and I like Sunday as like a a day to watch things okay I misunderstood because it's no, like I, the last bit of joy that I have before <laughs> I start realizing that I have to go to work the next day yeah that was that was the problem <laughs> with Game of Thrones it's like. That was literally the last bit of joy you got to watch, and then you knew, shit, worked. But, but see, I, <laughs> I enjoyed that with Game of Thrones because if uh, obviously I would have preferred Game of Thrones coming all out at once, but I enjoyed it because if I probably would have watched Game of Thrones earlier in the week, and then I wouldn't have that on Sunday. I would just be moping around. At least I had excitement on Sunday to watch something at a certain time. So, but. Yeah, no, I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be a great series. I'm going to enjoy talking about it every week. Um, if you're watching, spoilers, everybody. We're going to spoil uh, Mandalorian every week. Our goal is not so, to spoil it. Our goal is to have conversations with our viewers. So make sure you watch it. That's true. And make sure you talk about it in the chat. Yeah, yeah, the chat. Uh, the highly active chat. <laughs> we, I've been ignoring the <laughs> chat, too. Oh, they, <laughs> the, the chat's been ignoring us. That's <laughs> <laughs> cool. It happens. So, um, all right, guys, are you ready to get into our rediscovery? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So, um, as we mentioned, we're doing rediscovery segment every week. This week is rediscover movies or film. Oh, same thing. Movies and film. Same thing. <laughs> rediscover movies. I didn't, I didn't, I guess it was more of me saying, I didn't know which one sounded better. Rediscover film, rediscover movies. Like, which would you prefer? You know, for the, for the era that's movies in, let's go with film. Rediscover film because it's true. It was shot on film, so shot and edited on film. 
therefore it is rediscover film. Um, this week we are doing the '90s classic, which is the 30th anniversary. I actually, when I was reading, like the 30th anniversary nice. of Dick Tracy. We don't celebrate um, uh, actual anniversaries here. Uh, and it's to that's be true. A, a, yeah, usually it's like the 29th anniversary, yeah, but exactly. this actually <laughs> is. This is the 30th anniversary, or this year. I think it came out in the summer a couple months back, but um, 30th anniversary of Dick Tracy, directed by Warren Beatty, based off of the, uh, obviously, I don't know if you guys paid attention to comic strips or whatever, really old comic strip by uh, uh, Chester uh, Gold, 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 Gold. Yeah. Um, but yeah, with Dick Tracy, um, he directed it and started it, um, and had a killer cast man yes like so many people what a killer cast ridiculous and if you if you haven't watched it and you're watching in the chat and you haven't watched dick tracy do yourself a favor and watch dick tracy because it like i i watched it twice since last week um because it is like one of the i i think like one of the best comic book movies like <laughs> now like it it's one that you people don't really think about but going back like man, it is it is everything I want in a comic book movie about Dick Tracy, like from colors to score to acting, story. Yeah, man, what a good movie! I I enjoyed it. Um, so get your guys' thoughts before we dive in. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was really nice to rewatch it. It been a number of years before I saw like I saw it last, so it was really cool to check it out again. And I was huge fan of the uh comic strip used to read those a lot as a kid um yeah it's just same just kind of just just a lot of fun yep. it was a lot of fun yeah i uh it, it was good to relive this movie definitely reminded me of uh of growing up so definitely the nostalgia feeling and talk about movies that live up man this movie is so good and it's like literally watching a live action version of uh, Batman the Animated Series. That's uh, that's how it's shot. And basically, this is the original Sin City right here. The, it's just the cinematography is fantastic, man. It looks so good. Yeah. It, it, it's just such a fun film. Uh, Warren Beatty is killer as Dick Tracy. Uh, he pulls it off. And even Madonna, dude, even Madonna sells this. Man. Oh I was blown away by Madonna. Like, I just, I was. If, yeah, that was the one big surprise for me. Was just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so I was blown away by Madonna, but the thing that cr- like was crazy to me is that this movie's rated PG. Yes, and I'm like watching this, yes! and you have Madonna where you could clearly see like full on frontal nudity, <laughs> like through her like like see through like thing. Like I was just shocked that this movie was really, and I, I know that. Disney, it's it's a Touchstone picture, so it's owned by Disney, obviously. But um, but it what didn't go under Disney? Like when I was reading about this, it didn't go under Disney's uh, the trademark, like Disney Walt Disney, mm. because of it was too racy. Um, yeah. But even too racy was a PG rating. Like this movie would definitely be on a minimum a PG thirteen, but with the nudity, it would have been R rated. Like I I so I was like really shocked by that was like one of the main things, but. I was just speaking like Madonna. Yeah, she was. That just kind of got me sidetracked because, but she was. Um, yeah, she was incredible on it. Uh, like I'm, I was reading like all these crazy facts about it. Like she made. Um, she really wanted to be in the movie, and so she made. Um, just uh, Sagrade, 
So she was paid like fourteen hundred dollars oh, wow. a week. And so this is when she was going on like her big tour in the nineties. Um so she was like I don't I don't know actually, I don't know when Madonna like hit her peak fame, but I feel like she was getting up there mm-hmm. on in fame. But yeah, she only made like thirty thousand dollars on this movie or something. Compared to Warren Beatty who made like nine million. <laughs> oh, I mean a comparison though. <laughs> yeah. Um but no, Warren Beatty was great. Like um yeah. he he was trying to make like make this movie for a long time. Like I think they tried to make it in like seventy five or something like that too. Oh wow. Like it was like or maybe eighty no, I think it was like seventy five. Um so and then he bought the rights for the film in eighty five and then he made it in ninety. Um and yeah, it's like Warren Beatty's great, but I mean Al Pacino, big boy. Like, oh my God, yes, dude! Like, what a character, man! Like, and like, he yeah. he owns it too. Everybody in this film owns their character, and they play it to the <laughs> T, dude. But they he owns every like scene though. Any scene that even when Warren Beatty's in the scene, like if big boy, if Al Pacino's in that scene, like he owns that scene. Like it is a big boy. Like I want to watch a big boy series. Like, oh. <laughs> like do do a, 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 a prequel, a, not a, a prequel or something. Do big boy. Like how he became who he was. Um, but man, I mean, he was nominated for uh, supporting actor for it for that role. So I forgot how fast this, like the the pace of this film goes. Like right off the bat, yeah. the moment it starts, yeah. it's like boom, 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 and as fast as it goes, it's just so easy to keep up with. Like it's just yeah. good storytelling, and can we talk about Dustin Hoffman's character, dude? Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh my man. god, I love uh, it. Big more did it. He kills it too. Like I said, every every actor in this movie, they just own their character, and Dustin Hoffman just totally nails it, man. It is hilarious. Yeah. It is just killer, and yeah, I, I I got nothing bad to say about this film. Nothing. God, like I, I remember, like as a kid when I first watched it, just the opening scene when they're sitting around in the warehouse and they're sitting around playing cards, and you have like Little Face, um, <laughs> and you and they just get mowed down by yes. Flat Top. <laughs> like it just opens like, wow, this is gonna be a great film. Um, I don't know if my brother's watching. Uh, he is watching. There he is. That's he's him probably... right there. No Enigma. Oh hey, he's on chat. Yeah, my brother's on chat. I was going to say, because I'm going to tell a story, is that he was obsessed with uh, Dick Tracy when he was younger as a kid when this came out. Um, and so when uh, other kids were writing like astronauts in school to get like autographs, he wrote like this Dick Tracy collector um, to talk to him because he was just obsessed with it. And so everybody would get like these this like Armstrong um, autograph back. And then Wes got this giant box full of dick tracy stuff like collector's dick tracy stuff like stuff that's related to the movie wow. but also like older stuff um it was, it was it was really awesome and yeah he was a huge huge dick tracy fan and i told him that we were going to be talking about it so that's why uh i remember too like there was a lot of merch around the time oh, the yeah. movies obviously mm-hmm. and it was just God, well, they had, like, like yeah the watch and or they had big plans. Like Disney had huge plans for it. There was a, a ride at Disneyland that they was going to open up. Um, they ended up closing it down because it involved you shooting people with Tommy <laughs> guns in a car. <laughs> um, and then it didn't make um, 
I think it made a hundred million in box office, mm. uh, and it's the highest gross pay, grossing movie that Warren Beatty ever starred in. Um, but it didn't make enough. I think it broke even on like DVD sales. Now, like I've been like doing all this research about it because I was like fascinated by it. Uh, hey, there. Look, it's just a family affair. I have both my brother and my sister in here. Oh yeah, <laughs> nice. Oh, uh, Dick Tracy fans. That's awesome. There you go. She, they talk about Dick Tracy every time they hang out. <laughs> no, dude, this this movie, like, again, I, I watched it a few times as a kid. It wasn't my, it, it wasn't those, you know, one of those movies that I would watch on a regular basis or an annual basis. But watching it again made me realize I need to watch this more. I definitely need to put it on my list as an as an annual film to watch because yeah. it's that good, and I need to share this movie with more people. Yeah. And it's short. It's like only an hour and 45. Yeah. It's not do, what do you, how do you think, what do you think the magic of it was? Like we talked a little bit, yeah, like the, the cinematography and all that. What do you think, it, why it still holds up even watching it today? I mean, I, I feel like I'll sit there and it's because it's a period piece. It's mobster gangsters. And so you can go says. back and watch those because you're, you're watching something that's supposed to be dated. Um, but I also think it holds up because of the color palette, like I think yeah. just the way they shot the, yeah, with the colors, um, I think they, yeah, it's, they only have like nine or 10 colors they use throughout the movie or something ridiculous. Jeez. Yeah. Like in the costume design. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, I, I just think it just like the way it was shot. It's, yeah. It's, it it's, a, it's a comic book movie. But it feels like a mobster movie. That's the thing, too. Yeah. It's like you got these characters. No, I get it's a mobster movie. <laughs> but, you know, people, you see these characters. And if you were to just watch this trailer, you know, you might think, oh, I'm not interested in this just based on the trailer alone. But if you watch the movie, it delivers like a mobster movie. Just like, you know, the, they, they own these characters, but everything plays like a real mobster movie. It doesn't doesn't really stand out as a comic book movie, even though it is. I, I think the comic across. book elements, I, I think, like, just the, the the makeup effects and stuff like that, like, they clearly make the characters more comic, like, they yeah. base them off the comic. Like, Little Face, Browse, um, even Big Boy, um, which I, I found, like, fascinating that um, Al Pacino actually recreated that character. Like they had a vision for original vision for Big Boy, and it was more based off the comic book, which where Big Boy was a hefty, like overweight boss, yeah, crime yeah. boss. But Al Pacino redid everything on that character, and like he essentially owned like that character is his interpretation of him pushing that character. Like this is how I want to play Big Boy, and this is what I want to look like as Big Boy, and like he just stole the show on it. And that's that's the fun part about this movie too is that you know in this time era. You did have mobsters with these nicknames, you know, Big Boy, Flat Top. But here you have the literal interpretation of Flat Top, yeah. of Big Boy. Like, it's so good. Like, it's so well delivered. And, yeah, just the cast. I mean, everything. Everything was perfect for this film. I I wouldn't change a damn thing. And even the kid. The kid was damn good. Go suck an egg. Go suck an egg. <laughs> I love it. Well delivered, I mean, that man. Kid, like, well at that delivered. Time, he was, like, in everything, right? He was in Hook. That kid was mm. in like all those movies as, um, yeah, my brother, uh, 
the rock yeah oh, so yeah, at this time like the rocketeer the shadow. shadow yeah so i guess there was like obviously a lot of comic book movies that were coming out at this time obviously batman i think kicked off the tone too like batman released in 89 and so you have like yeah it's a huge hit and so yeah it was just a good time for like these type of movies and then it took a break and then you kicked up with like blade in 2000 right blade was 2000 right gosh was it that has that been 20 years now too no maybe it was later than that maybe it was 80 no 95 i don't know i I don't remember um but how would you guys feel about a reboot i could have sworn i heard something about jake tracy reboot somewhere Warren Beatty, I think he even because he owns the rights to it still, and he still oh, says really? he wants to make a yeah. He owns the rights. That's why he did. They did like this Christmas special back in two thousand something, um, and it was literally for him to keep the rights to it. Wow. So and it was like a really terrible Christmas special where he played like an older Dick Tracy. Um, uh, God, when was it? Like two thousand eight or something like that. Did they see the Star Wars special and say I had to do this? Yeah, literally, <laughs> it was just made so he can keep the rights to the movie. Mm. Um, but yeah, but he's talked about making a sequel to it. Yeah, um, I, I would love to see a sequel. But don't uh, don't reboot this movie. Leave it as is. Uh, sequel, I'm down for that. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, there's yeah, so so cool, and just I love like the facts about the movie too. Like, um, Danny Elfman obviously did the score for mm-hmm. it, and he was obviously Batman. Kind of was the reason why he got the job because his score on Batman. Um, but apparently he hated working with Warren Beatty. He said he was crazy and insane. Really? <laughs> yeah. Apparently it was really hard. Like, um, uh, uh, Gene Hackman was offered the role of Lips Manalus, but he turned it down because he refused to work with, be directed by Warren Beatty again after wow. his like, past movie he did. Um, yeah. So apparently Warren Beatty was not the, uh, not the nicest person in the world. <laughs> um, yeah, it's good. I, I really enjoyed it. Yep, same here. I watched it twice this week. So, anything else you guys want to say on this? Man, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. Definitely a must watch. Uh, you can watch it on HBO Max. Uh, it's not on Disney Plus, right? For same reason. No, no, it's yeah. HBO Max right now. So yeah, it's on HBO yeah. Max right now. So it was pretty dark too at that end, where it's basically Warren. I think it was. A, I think he wanted to make the movie. Just to get in that final scene where he's just mowing down all the cars. Like the oh, as they're coming out. Like the old school game cars. Like yeah. literally, he shot up like three or four cars, right? And it's literally just a shot back to him like. Yeah, never, never runs out of ammo. Never runs out of ammo. <laughs> um, God, oh, I just man. like, think, like uh, I can't get over how how good big boy Al Pacino uh, like. Every line he says, like the whole like ending when he's like having conversations with himself as he's kidnapping Tess. Oh he's, like, my god! Yes. To, like, he's like, what do you, what do you, why don't you poke your head out? Poke your head out. I, I just want to see your head. I just want you to crush it like a walnut. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's screaming through like half of the movie at least too. Yeah. Oh man, it's so good. And then like his quotes, he's like, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, so always like uh, they they try to frame me. They they make him make me look like I kidnap you. I didn't kidnap you. Kidnapping you now, but I didn't kidnap you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So um, oh, it's amazing. 
Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, Such now I'm just reminiscing. Ride. I'm just thinking of other stuff. Yeah, just thinking of all the scenes. Like Manny yeah. uh, Keys. Yeah, like everybody, all the characters were great in it, man. Yeah. Like, they were all really good characters. Um. Yeah. All right, that's our that's our rediscovery segment. Dick Tracy. Yeah. And so next week is our television rediscovery. Yeah, yeah. So next week uh, we're rediscovering TV. <laughs> um, <laughs> rediscover <so> TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah rediscover TV. That works. TV or television? I don't. I'm joking. Um. So next week Go we're going to be discussing the um the classic. Hit series Doogie Howser. You can watch it on Hulu. Um, and I know we we actually talked about this. Like, um, we talked about this one for a while back because Caesar, you were watching Doogie Howser, um, and then I started watching it because I was like, I'm gonna watch an episode, and then I just kind of got locked into it. And again, yeah. it's the same thing. It's like in the '90s, like. I can't believe that was on network television. Like the way they like some of the things. We'll get we'll yeah. get more into it um next week but yeah i was like surprised that the the the, the i forgot what what's the system called rental system? system like whatever the system that like r-rated but even for television oh. like man it's just like in the 90s it was so different than it is now <laughs> like well now you have you have all these other I mean, channels i mean you had married with children in the 90s enough said that's what I mean. Yeah, you have like married. Like, yeah. yeah, some of the stuff would never be on network television. Well, nah, that's not true. It's kind of got a little more lenient. But I was just kind of shocked because as a kid watching like Dick Tracy, I don't recall like thinking like, holy cow, this is really adult. Yeah. And I walk, when I watch it now, I'm like, wow, I probably shouldn't have been watching this. Yeah. <laughs> like, I probably obsessed over Madonna's boobs when I was like, I, I probably pointed like, oh my gosh, did you see that? Like, because I was shocked when I saw it. Well, I was just shocked. Like she was like, I didn't realize, especially in that movie, she's really beautiful, and yes. I never yes. associated Madonna with being like really beautiful. Thought her being a little bit more eccentric and almost like she had that persona that like Lady Gaga. She yes, that persona. Yeah, and her different outfits and stuff. But man, she was just like stunning, yeah. stunning. stunning, yeah, absolutely great. stunning, yeah. I was surprised by that. I was not expecting that. But because also too, I've never been a huge Madonna fan yeah. for music. But um, she, yeah, she was fantastic in this. And obviously, she wrote a lot of those those tracks, and that was a big part she wanted to contribute. Well, she wanted to perform. I think they brought in. Um, Did they bring in a songwriter? Yeah, the songwriter was from. Um, like he's a Broadway songwriter. Oh, okay. That came in, and I think like she won best. I think they won. They won four Academy Awards for this film. Mm. Um, they won best art direction, best makeup, best song, and something else. Nice. Yeah. Or no, three Oscars maybe. Maybe it was just those three. Yeah. So she, he, they, they had like a an um a Broadway film writer come in. I'm I'm assuming it was Madonna, so she kind of helped. But I know that some of the songs were written by that guy. Nice. But she performed them like sooner yeah. or later. Like I mean, that's the song that won the Oscar. Mm -hmm. Like that's such a great song. Like yeah, and that it's such a the way they did the music too. Like I thought we were done talking about this, but now I'm just thinking. Like <laughs> yeah, that's when why I'm jumping the, back to drink the, the the trailer. <laughs> yeah, when they do montages, like 
and the way they use music in the thing. So you have like back in business, ain't it grand? And that's when Dick Tracy's in prison. And it's like all the cut shots of yeah. like the mobsters, like taking money or like mowing <laughs> down people. P- and yeah. then, um, <laughs> but then As you have Dick Tracy la- spinning and spinning and spinning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you have like sooner or later, like that was before that was the first song. And then that's when Dick Tracy is like, it's that moment where Tess is leaving and, but it's Tracy taking down the mob. Like it's, it's headlight when he's on all the headlines and they're like bugged uh, big boy and like big boy's getting upset. It's like Tracy, Tracy, Tracy. <laughs> Everywhere I look, it's Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it too. Um, take Tracy with the shots at his desk when he's looking at just the, the two like drawings. And he's kind of looking oh, at them. And sketches. He's like, <laughs> It's like he's like, trying to act like confused, and he's just like, ah, I can't figure this out. <laughs> <laughs> they look the same. Um, but it's only two papers. <laughs> yeah, Tracy, did um, you get the sketches? Yeah, I got the sketches. Yeah. They're the same sketch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the way they use the music, though. Yeah. No, sorry. Go ahead. Oh. That was it. I, that's yeah. Just like yeah, it was just a really well put together film. And I he completely forgot his 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 uh meal of choice was chili. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he right. had like the chili can he's like dipping his fork in. Exactly. Like... <laughs> this is so, so good. good. Oh, so man. good. Yeah. Now I'm just like trying to think back on some other cool moments. <laughs> I love that yeah. scene where he's trying to be hidden and he's climbing the building to spy on the <laughs> oh, yeah. but he's clearly visible. And, and a yellow coat, big old yellow coat. <laughs> yeah. And they walk out, and he's just trying to be hidden. <laughs> but I love it too when they shoot up Tessa's apartment, and then like she just walks in afterwards, and they have that moment. So oh, I'm just gonna go inside and go to sleep just right after the whole building just got shot. Yeah. Up. I'm not terrified, you know. I don't need to call the cops or anything. Just go do your thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. So good, we have to come back to it. Yeah, so good. You know, and I'm going to continue. I'm probably going to end the show, and then, like, right before we end, I'm going to think about something and be like, yeah. this was great, too. Um, yeah, now it makes me, because I have, like, the first, um, I have, like, the collectors from 1931 through 1935 of all the comic book, uh, all oh, the nice. comic uh, strips, like, dailies and Sundays. Oh, those are so good, man. Um, and, like, I just, I just want to go back through and read them now. Um, yeah. I used to read those a lot back in the day. They just, yeah. I love the style. I just love the stories. They were just, yeah. And they yeah. got pretty in depth too. They would have, the, they would have these long arcs. Yeah. Ben's actually big into cops and robbers right now. I, I think they've been playing it at school. So literally every time I come home, he just wants to play cops and robbers. And so he grabs like things that he says money. And then I have to chase him around. And I'm like, get back here. He's robbing the bank. And Finn's like running around. And then he's like so excited and happy that he starts losing because he can't hold them all. So he's like dropping the money and something straight out of like a movie. And I'm like, he's dropping the cash. <laughs> so now I'm like, is it's, it's, uh, it's a movie. It's PG, right? So he technically could watch the movie, right? I think he has to worry about his boobs. He's not going to know what those are. Well, and then, then the, the Tommy gun blowout at the end. Uh, he watches Star it's, Wars. Yeah, it's saying, crazy. Like, I don't know how that was PG, man. Yeah. Like, it opens up with a bunch of guys getting mowed down. and then Yeah. 
Eat lead Tracy, like <laughs> Eat lead Tracy, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. Uh what's villains in the comic die so brutally. See, I I need to I need to go back through and read read that and see. I mean they die brutally in the movie, like stuff with the fishes, you put lips nanalis in like the <laughs> the bath. Oh the bath he called it. Yeah. Well it's funny too, it's like he said when he goes to the, the warehouse and it's the trap and he switches places with the person who's already in the cement bath. Like, <laughs> yeah. why would you get all covered in cement and then his but gun I, doesn't work? Yeah, I do love the fact that the gun doesn't work. Like, they kind of play into it, and he's, like, yeah. rubbing his eyes like you can't <laughs> What? <laughs> oh, man. Brilliant. Oh, wow. They freeze to death, and then they fall on spikes. That's pretty brutal. No, that's it's definitely not PG. <laughs> it's surprising how, like... The meta score, it's, it's so low. Is it? But it's skewed because, yeah, it's just, it's interesting. Like, Roger, Robert Ebert, Roger Ebert basically gave it, like, a 100. Oh, wow. But, like, some people from the Washington Post and Chicago Reader gave it, like, 40 and 50. Did, they, did they have their own show? It's true. Probably Enough not. said. Enough said. Let me let me now that now that we're just killing time talking about Dick Tracy, let me let me break down some more facts for you guys on this. On Dick um, Tracy? Yeah, Dick okay. Tracy. Um Martin Scorsese was up for directing it. But then he Wait wait a minute, wait. I'm having a thought. Oh yes. Uh, oh yes. yes. I'm gonna oh, have a thought. thought. Wait, wait, oh, it's, oh, coming. It's, it's coming. It's gone. It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> That's at, the end, that's at the end when he's like going crazy yes. he's like talking to himself and he's in the oh man dude the chemistry between him between uh Warren Beatty and uh Madonna in this movie is so great yeah they ended up dating afterwards they too. did they did yeah, yeah. but yeah they, they do like that scene when she comes to his office and he's just sitting there just stern and she gets in his face and he doesn't flinch yeah, like I love that scene so much because he's just not giving in. He just wants what he wants. He wants her to just, you know, be the witness that he needs. And oh my god, so good. I gotta say, like Tess is pretty chill too. Yeah, like yeah. Oh, she is badass too, though, man. I love that. <laughs> I love how she she says her goodbyes to Dick Tracy as he's leaving the the diner. She turns around. You want to get your arm broken off? Yeah. <laughs> I don't like games. Good, neither do I. <laughs> Yeah, like she's just like she's her. I I just love because she's like her, a powerful woman. She's her own yes. person. Like she leaves Dick Tracy. She's like, yeah, I don't she need to put up it. with. I'm this. gone. <laughs> I don't need to put up with this. <laughs> um, you wait yeah. for the people. You can't buy the people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there, there's the other interesting fact. Macaulay Culkin was up for the role of the kid, but passed it down to do Home Alone. That it worked out for yeah. both of them. And actually, Warren Beatty was supposed to like direct Misery, but he turned it down to do Dick Tracy. Hey, so. it worked out for both of them. Warren directed. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, there's so much. I think like the coolest thing is like looking back in these movies, and then there's so much history that you get to see. Like there, now, there's facts and all these like behind the thing things, like behind the scenes things that you can read about that just make it like even like cooler when you. And you know the behind-the-scenes yeah. stories of these films. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Okay, now I think we're officially done with the <laughs> rediscovery segment. So good. Yeah. Um, hopefully, hopefully our subsequent films will live up. I was gonna say, yeah. I know that's what I'm really, really hard, worried it's about. It's a high bar now. Yeah, yeah. Dude, we started off strong. <laughs> yeah. Although, say, like, although our next one, I think, is gonna be. So our there. next one, you you guys can share the next one. I'm actually excited about this because I've never fully seen it. But so, like we said last week, we're gonna do a comic book, um, and then we're gonna revisit a movie, and then a television show, and then a game, and then we're gonna repeat. So for our next movie revisit, it's going to be uh, Grandma's Boy. And I love Caesar's uh, take on why it's so good. What was it, Caesar? Two reasons. It's just that damn good. And the second reason, there's no Adam Sandler in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I haven't watched it. I People quote it. Everybody, like, I think, I think I've seen, like, bits and pieces of it. But I've never watched it fully, so... Um, I'm excited about it. Um, uh, next week, obviously, we're doing Doogie Howser. Our game, which we'll be talking about in two weeks, is Arkham Asylum. We're going to go back to the original Batman that started it all off in the Arkham series. Um, and so we're going to be doing that. We don't have what the next game is after that, or um, we have a comic book. comic book yet. Um, the next TV series, though, we'll talk about next week, but it looks like it's yep. going to be Attack on Titan. But um We'll talk. We'll get more information on that next week. But that's it, guys. That's it for the show. Um, I'm gonna cut this short show early because yeah, you guys. Stress, 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 stress. stress. There's a thing. There's a pit in my stomach that just tells me that I'm gonna turn on the news and it's gonna be extremely bad. And I'm gonna like go into misery. And I bought myself some cake. Um, and I was hoping it was gonna be a celebration cake, but it's gonna probably be a depression cake. Um, politics. Yes, I'm gone to politics. Um, and uh, I hope everybody voted that watched this. Um, and I'm hoping that maybe, maybe it's not as bad as I have in my head, but I have a feeling it's bad. <laughs> I just have this gut feeling. And maybe, maybe I'm just, maybe I just have that feeling because I want to have that feeling because I want to be surprised when it's not. But I'm hoping. Well, what are you using for tracking? Like, who are you watching? Um, I watch all the different news oh. sites. Um, you ever seen uh, the Red Zone? That's Jensen. Yeah. No, I had like when Tasha when Tasha came home today. She's like, "Do you have?" Because I was watching the TV out in the living room. I was watching CNN, and then she's like, "Do you have CNN on in the bat in the office?" I'm like, "No, I um, I have MSNBC, and I've been going back and forth between the two. <laughs> and she's like, "Turn that down." Um. So, yeah, I've been watching, like, news. Yeah. So, hopefully. You're welcome, man. Um, if anybody has... No, don't don't tell me. I'll, I'll figure out. Yeah, no, no. no. Um, we don't need to talk about it here. No enigma. Yeah, thank yeah. you for joining. I'm glad we could yeah, distract you. you. And uh, thank you for joining us during this distraction. It was fun. Lady Seth, thank you for joining. Uh, thank you for watching. And uh, definitely glad we could touch on Dick Tracy. I'm glad... Uh, that was our first yeah. movie for the rediscovery. Yeah, that was a good, really good, really Absolutely. good choice there, Anthony. Good choice. Um, and yeah, we'll be back next week. Make sure you follow us on uh, Facebook, uh, so Twitter. Um, please subscribe to our channel or follow our channel um, here. We're trying to hit that 50, guys. I don't like pushing it, but we're trying to hit that 50 so we can get affiliate status. We get affiliate status. We could do a lot more. Yeah, we can do. We could do more. So. Um, 
Yeah, so please, if you know people, um, tell them to tune in. Um, we'll be back next week, 7 p.m. PT time next Tuesday. Um, and we'll have some post-election discussion. Maybe. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you about how my week's gone based off how my how how the next 15 minutes are going to go. <laughs> and, um, but, yeah, thank you for tuning in. It's been a great show. Um, appreciate it, guys. Uh, and uh, don't forget to rediscover your, your geek. geek. Oh, getting better. Ooh. Yeah. Bye. Bye, guys. Peace. Bye.